You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. It is love. It is black. I'm Harvey. And I'm Curry's. And we're back for another exciting week talking about black love. And Ex- love that is black. Noir love. Love that is darker than regular love. Deep, dark love. African, deep, black love. Black. Amor. Wow. African, deep, dark. So if it's like, dark, that makes it more authentic? Like, no, it's closer to the love that we speak about because we're talking about black love. Okay. We also talk about various shades along the melanin spectrum, right? Okay. And like, as long as there's some melanin in there. Valid. So you can, you know, we love black love that's dark. And when it's on the light side, too. Yes, we do. We do. We love it all. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that kind of fits because I'm darker than you and then you're light. So you're light. I'm dark. I don't even think I'm light. Like, we literally you're, had this conversation when I was I'm uh, dark, in I'm, Mexico. Right. I went, uh, well, we talked about it uh, a couple episodes ago. So mm-hmm. I went to a girl's trip in Mexico and we had a whole conversation about, you know, whether or not I'm light skinned because I don't feel like I classify as light-skinned. I mean, it's all subjective. It depends on who you with. You're light-skinned compared to me. Uh, but compared to my mother? Uh-huh. No. You're darker than your mother, right? Yes. Okay. She's the same color as, like, our oldest daughter. Like, they're... They she, are, like, pale. Is she? Yes, they can is, pass. I've, they can... Your mom can't pass. They can pass. Pass for what? <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Stop it. No, 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 no. I disagree. Uh, let's say she's lighter than you, but she can't pass. It's not that serious. Really. Okay, so we'll have a conversation about why Harvey doesn't remember what my mother looks like. But <laughs> I remember That's cool. She, I don't keep skin color. I don't have a roller type of mental skin. <laughs> I'm not that dude. So we're leading into Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And Thanksgiving always comes with a lot of family, which always comes with all sorts of like drama and well honestly no it doesn't come with drama but for a good portion of people perhaps there is some level of drama there's always that one uncle or that one aunt or like that some crazy relative that makes it a a bit of a a show a bit of a debacle Mm -hmm. instead of instead of a good time with family but Mm -hmm. i think it's a great time to talk about the 80 20 rule because you know, a lot of us don't get to choose our family. Um, for those of us who are lucky enough to have some choice in the matter and or to be able to be in a healthy environment where we are around people who we would choose actively to be around, that is something that, you know, you want to be able to say that you feel fulfilled. fulfilled. Mm. And Occasionally, with the 80-20 rule, I think it's a great way to, for you to really examine that fullness. So if we take 80 and 20, we get 100. Very so good. we're looking at it from percentage-wise, okay? So the 80-20 rule is about a percentage. You're, mm-hmm. you're reaching up to 100. Now, when we Googled this, it's like explained a bunch of different ways, right? And so I really think that it is something that you can interpret in 
your own way. But when I first heard about it, I heard about it as in for politics. Like when you're looking for a candidate and who you want to vote for, um, you want to research your candidates and you definitely want to make sure that you agree with them at least 80%. Because there's no candidate that you're going to agree with 100%. 80% is a good enough measure that that 20% of whatever other nonsense that they may have supported, that they may have, you know, voted for in the past, that they may be, um, you know, going out and um, campaigning and that they might be campaigning on, that other 20% is negligible Mm because that 80% is what matters, right? Mm -hmm. So when I heard about it, it was applied to that. But then I've also heard about it for relationships as well, which is where we'll probably get into it today. But in relationships where you can have, you know, 80% of your happiness fulfilled in a relationship but like that other 20 percent it's really honestly negligible like that doesn't have to come from your partner that doesn't have to be something that's fulfilled in your relationship it can be something that you know you can kind of put to the side that 80 percent that's the bulk that's that's the meat that is like the good stuff you Mm want to make sure that you are really nurturing that 80 Mm percent Picking your battles is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a spouse and, you know, there's something on that 20% that you guys always argue over, like why they do the dishes a certain way that they do, mm-hmm. you just got to let that go because, mm-hmm. you know, and I've, I've done better. I'm learning how to walk away. <laughs> you learn how to walk away. <laughs> we were having a conversation the other day. I don't even know if you realize, but like you were talking to me about something. And I was eating cereal mm-hmm. and then like you started to wash the dishes and I just walked away. <laughs> and we were literally talking, but I walked away. Mm-hmm. I feel like I recognize that. And I'm just like, wow. Okay. She just left. Okay. <laughs> I'm like all right, what I'm, a- like, I'm not gonna say nothing. Like whatever you need to get done. I'm just gonna remove myself so that I don't I, say something. I, I don't need to start anything. We're good. We we are fine. All I have to do is leave. Mm-hmm. So I just left. I like that, and I appreciate the efforts that you make, and that's good stuff. Um, just for continuity, I just wanted to look up. So eighty twenty rule. I um hadn't heard much about it until you know we decided we we're gonna talk about it, but. In terms of relationship, the 80-20 relationship theory states that you can only get about 80% of your wants and needs from a healthy relationship while the remaining 20% you need to provide for yourself. So that sounds like basically what you said. But when I think the difference is if it's a relationship, there's 80% that you, the good stuff, the 20% that you're just going to have to accept Mm -hmm. that may never be fixed. That'll always be there, pretty much like a politician, somebody you vote for, somebody who believes in most of the stuff that you believe in, and the other 20% they may disagree with, but maybe isn't going to be like the deciding factor in whether you vote for them or not, or whether you support them or not. So what I think the 80-20 rule does in terms of relationships, it really makes you determine what a hierarchy, what's important to you, what characteristics do you have to have what are you willing to accept what are you willing to not accept how do you determine what 80 percent is or what 20 percent is how do you determine what's the most important thing is i don't know is is appearance is appearance 20 percent? is it 15 percent? i think everybody's going to be different and you really have to sit there and consider what 20 percent. while you keep you said negligible 
is what if somebody's like a like a persistent liar, but that's the only thing that's wrong. Like everything else is perfect. It's like twenty percent the fact that this person lies for, even for like small, insignificant things. Well, we talked about preferences mm-hmm. in another episode, and so I think that that is where we would really break that down. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you absolutely need in a relationship from your partner? Mm-hmm. And I really feel like over time, those things change. Okay. They change significantly. I, well, I don't know. Maybe not significantly, but it changes. Mm-hmm. Like what I thought I wanted in a partner changed once we moved to in together right. and the reality of living with someone and trying to merge lives and whatever mm-hmm. hits and then add children into the mix mm-hmm. and then add in like a business or mm-hmm. add in like you add in things add in a home now and now this home you you've got to you know, make it your own. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're doing home renovations or whatever. Like once you start doing things with someone, I think that's when you start to really real. Oh no, this is what I want. Because mm-hmm. going from being single to being like a married homeowner with children, mm-hmm. these are two different people. That's true. So what I needed as a single woman and what I need now are two different things. And so single me. Probably wouldn't, I don't know that I would have had, I I definitely need trust in the relationship for sure. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that it would have been lying per se that would have like been, I would have said like somebody trustworthy. So Mm -hmm. if I feel like I can't trust you and you're lying about things, that would have had to be in my 80 category. So if I liken it back to the whole political thing, like what are your major issues? Some people have issues around like equality. Some people have issues around taxation. Some people have issues around, you know, um, uh, private prisons like whatever your big issue is mm-hmm. that's in your 20 mm-hmm. and that other stuff if private prisons aren't on your major list mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter whether they're for or against it right. that goes in the 20 percent negligible okay but i think i think i guess fluid i guess that would be the right word because it's possible that you said that it changes what you would have what you think you'd need in the beginning versus later on in a relationship is one thing. But what I think it can have is that it can, can it can change throughout the relationship. So it can't it doesn't have to just be this is what I wanted at the beginning versus what I want now. In between things could change. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. like you're saying, new things come into place. So dealing with the family, my God, this is I love this relationship. This is the spouse I always wanted, but the person's family is a fucking mess i don't know <laughs> but then maybe that's the 20 percent. maybe it's that or their friends or a hobby that they have that you don't like but everything else is good but maybe that's the stuff that you like you just kind of let go like they really like to do one thing and you let that be what i think is important is it really forces you to figure out what's important i that's what i think is big with this because you have to accept there's 20 percent of it that might just suck but it's minimized by everything else that is really good. I've never really looked at relationships like that because, you know, I've kind of like, I want, I want everything to be good. You know, I want, I want to be Don't happy. Don't we all? Way. Right. Perfection is, you know, something very few right. can even attain. I mean, right. you're one of the lucky ones. Right. Wow. True. So very true. True, true, true. Because being perfect like I am, 
to, no. for then you to actually be with me. Not only do no. I get to be perfect, no, you get to experience my perfection on a daily basis. And I no, you missed something there, and I, that's okay. <laughs> Is that what you think? <laughs> it's okay. I think it's interesting. I think what's weird about it is that I guess in terms of love and romance and whatever, I've never really figured it to be an equation. So mm-hmm. to a degree, that's what this is. Absolutely. Like you're taking, you're putting, math, putting mathematics to it. And the love and stuff, sometimes there's just no rhyme or reason for it. So at times, things like this, as difficult, as confusing, as complex as relationships can be, to even put something like this, an equation to it, it's us trying to figure out the best way to make it work. Mm-hmm. So what am I willing to accept? What won't I accept? And what will I just deal with without it affecting the relationship? And will that change? What is there ever going to be a time where something that's in the 20% moves over and there's like a trade? So something that was in the 80% and maybe it's not as good as it was before, but something that wasn't 20% and move it over and you trade and you're willing to accept different things. And not accept different things. So a good relationship, we've, I feel like we've talked about this, that we're not the same person. Every day we're a little bit different. So with that said, the relationship would have to naturally change with it, right? Absolutely. Because the people would be different. So what can I accept now that I can't accept in a year? What won't I accept now that I will accept in two years? You never know. That could be, I mean, perfect examples. I mean, I know we haven't gotten too deep in, you know, the fact we have our kids and such, but... You had two kids before you met me. Then we Allegedly. had two, whatever. And then we had two more. And having having additional children was not entirely in your plans. Right. Right. Well, I wanted one more mm-hmm. done the right way. Right. That didn't happen. Right, 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 right. Right. So done the right way means planned as opposed to unplanned. That's what you Yeah, mean. means right. planned, married, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, we did With everybody it, excited. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. That was not the case. Right. Yeah. There was, <laughs> was ex- my, my side wasn't excited. Your side wasn't excited at all. No. You, I mean, you, had, you, you were married once Sienna was born. But, yes. You know, we did everything a little early, but that was just us. We just, everything just moved pretty fast. So, I mean, at that, so that's a good, I think that's a good example because aside from the timing of it, Another child was something that you wanted mm-hmm. and were okay with. You're not trying to have any more kids now. So yeah. children, the whole family dynamic is the way it is now is the way it needs to be. So maybe, you know, so changing. So that's sticking here and 80%. That's not changing. But originally, I, I don't know if there might have been a switch. Might be willing, maybe not willing, but we're not having any more kids. So that's a dynamic that is set. We're not having any more kids. But like, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's it. Yes. The store is closed. Woo. The store. Yeah. It's been Bonnie closed. do it. It's been closed for you. <laughs> Won't you do it? <laughs> or he'll make sure that I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I think it just makes you ponder really what. I don't like to think too deeply about relationships. I feel like that kind of takes away from it. I feel like it should kind of be an emotional thing. She no, just kind of feel you got to think about but, these no, no, things. Yeah, but I mean, well, no, but like, what else is there to think about in terms of relationship? I mean, other than, you know, whatever issues and stuff that we deal with day to day, but I don't want to think too much about it. I kind of want to experience it. I want to be in it, be in the moment. 
You it's, can do both, but I feel like, you know, relationships, marriage, you know, any sort of, any time you're investing yourself in your feelings, mm-hmm. you're putting everything on the line, it's a risk. I think we said that in some other uh, podcast episode at some right. point. So it's a risk, right? And so you constantly have to analyze, is this risk worth it? You're risking, you know, breaking your heart. You're mm-hmm. risking, you know, additional baggage or, or potential trauma, depending on how that relationship's going. Or you're risking, potentially, it not working out. And you might have to start over. Or you might have to, you know, involve children in, like, split houses and situations. Like, there's a risk. Right. Okay. And so with that risk, you have to evaluate it. I mean, it's wonderful to have emotions. All that stuff doesn't go away because you're evaluating it. Like, yeah, I just wouldn't let the relationship to that's not how I would really govern myself in the relationship. I would be more as more as I tend. I think I'm the more logical between us, but that's not how I would see my vision of the relationship. I think in the relationship, I'm because I'm the you know I'm the, the the romantic you know I loved you and I saw you while you don't really see that type of thing, so I'm on that enjoying the relationship as it is as opposed to kind of looking from behind looking from from away and like this and this this but I don't know if I want to do that, but I recognize that you have to keep an eye so relationships. There's certain things that you have to keep an eye on. We need to know each other. We need to check in every once in a while. Things like that to do, but we should. You know, that's where spontaneity comes in. That's where, you know, fun things happen. It should be, you know, it should be planned out. It should be thought of, but it should still remain. You know, I try to keep it as fun as I can. So so not to say that I don't think about the relationship, but that's probably not. I'm 60-40 emotion versus thinking in terms of the relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. But... We talking about eighty twenty, so don't, right. don't throw so, any extra numbers in there. Now. I know math is not your thing. It's not. It's not right. It's not. And that's part of my twenty. The fact that you don't love math, not that I love math either, but the fact that you know math is not one of your strong points. That's in your little. That's in your twenty percent. Like, do you have a list of what's in the twenty percent that you deal with me? I don't have a list. No. Could you think of a few things? Yes. Like what? I mean. Like you work my nerves. I work your nerves. You work my nerves. How like do I no work one your else in well, the world can possibly. Have you been married? But to that's because else? exactly. But okay. that's because I see you all the time. You, like see, there's, you do see me all the time. There's okay. nobody else to annoy me. I work your nerves. <laughs> like I work them. My goodness. Do you need a massage? I do. You actually. do need a massage. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. After this. Okay. Tension builds up all over. All over. All over. Okay. Wow, I work your nerves. I think I've heard you describe that. Like you felt that felt really intense when you no, said no, that. No, no, no. I love you so much. You always lead with that. Although. There's but, no although. There's no but, but. There is no but. I love you so much. Period. And. <laughs> and. And you work my nerves. And you work my nerves. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. All right. No, but it's, I think anybody would, honestly. Like, well, when you're together as much as exactly. we are. Or exactly. Like, yeah. Absolutely anybody is going to work right. my nerves. Right. And I am certain that I work your nerves too. Yes, you do. But yeah. yeah. There are times. I don't know if I'm as comfortable saying it as you because that just rolled off the tongue with you, but that's all right. No, cool. there are times where I can literally like tell that I work your nerves. So I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> he just hates me today. At no point. 
I've never hated you. At no point have I hated you. You know, I may hate a situation, but I would never hate you. I don't, I don't think I could ever get there. So you don't have to ever worry about that. My nerves are a bit frayed, which is okay. It's, it's all right. They, they get all healthy later on. So it's all good. We'll be, we'll be fine. But um, I don't think I have a list either of what the 80-20 is. It's just no matter what kind of relationship, when you're around somebody that much, when it's just where, I mean, it's us and it's these kids and it's life and whatever. There's just no way for it to be simpatico all the time. There's always going to be some some situation, what kind of day you're having, what kind of day I'm having, life in general. All these different factors will throw stuff off. So it is what it is. But the the good stuff is so good that those minor little situations kind of just go. Mm-hmm. The eighty percent, or to me, I, to me, eighty twenty is a nice number. I think, like you said, I think I agree with the ninety ten. I think. Well, I now think, you're referencing stuff that we talked about before we hit record. No, I thought you so, said ninety. You was that before? That was before. Oh, so okay. ninety ten is what I told you before oh, we okay. hit recording. That's where I feel like we actually are. It's not like a an eighty twenty. I feel like there's a good ninety percent in the relationship. Okay, you did say that. I, yeah. Okay, that's true. And like ten percent of stuff where you know sometimes I just walk away or just mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. Pick and choose my battles. It's not worth arguing about any of the things mm-hmm. that bother me in that ten percent mm-hmm. because the rest of it is just so good. Right. It's just there. Right. At this point. I'm essentially ruined. Like You are ruined? Yeah. I am ruined. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm pretty awesome. So, yeah. yeah. No, but like really, there's there's no way I'm going to ever be in a relationship that'll be like this. And so. That's true. That's actually quite Like why true. even bother? You know? Exactly. 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 And you're not going to go. I mean, I think I feel like you said that to me. Like, I couldn't just leave anyway. Like, I feel like you would chase me if I tried to go. So. I think it's fair to say that if you attempted to go somewhere, I mean... I'm you would chase me? I, I, no, I, I, you're just not going to go. I'd find you. I feel like we're watching a show right now where if it came to it, I may just have to chain you to the bed. I don't know. You can't just get up and leave like that. Um, we put too much time into this. And you're not leaving me with your kids either. If okay. nothing else, if nothing else, you're not leaving me with those kids. It's getting a bit like snapped in here, you know? Like What the hell does snapped mean? Oxygen, the oxygen show, snapped, where like oh, you mean, someone oh. kills their partner. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So Let's clear that up. It's not someone. It's some woman <laughs> who's going to kill her bad and they would spend an hour explaining why she had to do it. While like, oh yeah, oh, she killed him. Slowly. She used him. She killed him. Jim Turns Bob out was having an affair with uh, his secretary. Uh-huh. Yeah, therefore, it was okay that she killed him. And every morning she poisoned his cereal mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he was cheating once. He cheated once. Then apologized. But that was it. And then, no. And then she decided it was time Never for him that to simple. die slowly. <laughs> On the next episode of Snapped, he looked at her the wrong way. So she killed him. <laughs> It's never that simple. Are you kidding me? They always, the woman is, there's always at some point it was, she was pushed. She didn't want to kill him, but she had Well, that's the whole point. Snapped. Like, you know, you, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, she's, it's too much. We don't get that. Done did, broke the back. We don't get that. Like, there's no, the man snapped and he accidentally killed his wife. men don't snap. What are you talking about? Men don't snap. Get out of here. Oh my God. Either way, mm-hmm. we do, we do snap, but we know, 
We just don't have a show detailing our snap Asians. But it's okay. It is okay. Needless to say, I think this is just us, you know, kind of talking about how happy we are in what we have. This relationship is a good one. It's a very good one. It is... um Healthy. It is, yeah, it's healthy. And there's never times where it's unhealthy. There's times when it's just a marriage. And sometimes there's shenanigans and we deal and we move on in a healthy fashion. And that's the thing. The fact that we communicate so much so that we record ourselves talking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that I think that's a good sign for us. And then I listen back to it. And like, and then, the girl host. What? That's, wow, she's yeah. amazing. She's phenomenal. She's actually really good. What's interesting is that I find that she's great. And it's just like, wow, she's good. It's amazing, the partner that she has. Because, damn, she's great. She works well off of that guy. Like, yes. he carries it. Like, and then all she, the time she has to, like, correct him or, like, you know, educate him about something. Correct him and educate him? Wow. And how, educate how him. How does she do that? I don't know. Wow. But she's brilliant. <laughs> is she brilliant? <laughs> You're like the 20% is kicking it right now. <laughs> she corrects, educates, and she carries the show. He should just be pressing the record button and just leave the room. He's not even necessary. What's interesting is that she presses the record she button. D- wow. So he doesn't even need... Damn. Wow. Wow. Is it possible for this woman to just be in a relationship with herself? No. No? This woman... Loves that man very much. That's very nice of her. Yes. That's good to know. Yes. So, if you are in a relationship, whether you're married or you have a significant other, when you're considering the relationship and the status, consider the 80-20 rule. Think about that. Think of, you know, what would be stopping you from making it a permanent relationship and I don't know. Don't do the the do's and don'ts. Don't make that mistake of making that list. But I guess a good way to consider the relationship. Why not? Why is that a problem to make a do and don't list? Well, I don't know. Well, I I mean, I didn't watch Friends that much, but I know I pretty much that was, the, you know, kind of the end or the you know, whatever and whatever. Those two got together for like an episode. Then he made a dumb list and that kind of cost him that. Have you done that in relationship? Have you ever done that with somebody and you're like, you know what do's and don'ts? Um, I don't believe so. If I have, you know, I don't remember because I legitimately like struggle to remember things. Right, that's um, true. Prior to this, mm-hmm. no, wow, valid. you jumped on that. I um, didn't jump on it. I agreed with so you. So just <laughs> you've got support. <laughs> Thank you. I oh see. my god, I appreciate your support so much. Um, don't forget that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you so much. Do you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus, help mm-hmm. us all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. What was it about? The do's and don'ts. The list. Oh, the do's and don'ts. If I did, I'm pretty sure it was about like a particular subject and not like a person. Mm. So, like, I remember I was struggling with my second pregnancy and whether or not I was going to have the father of that child in the delivery room. And I think I, I, think i may have made like a do's and don'ts list like a pros or cons pros list and cons what we really meant to be saying pros here. and cons right. yeah and if i did that was probably like one of the few things so it's a situation but not necessarily a person okay okay like, should i be in this relationship no mm. i don't think i did a pros and cons for that okay 
I don't think I've ever done that in terms of relationship. I've always been kind of, well, I've been in a limited amount of relationships, but I've never been in the mindset of making a list of why I should or why I shouldn't. I kind of just went with it, you know, went by the seat of my pants and see how it worked out. Hasn't always worked out, at least not until you, so. I mean, that doesn't really seem like the best method anyway, just flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying I've never been in a relationship that it was so deep that I had to get to the point where I'm making, like, life decisions. You know what I mean? Okay. So, I mean, been in a relationship, and it's early, and it's fun, and whatever, and then, you know, we did that, and then we got deeper, and then we got pregnant, and then we moved in together, and then we got married, all that stuff. So, we hit milestones. And when that starts happening in a relationship, now you've got a plan. Okay, so now we're moving in together. What does that mean? So many different things. And I didn't have a list, but I know for me, I thought about that stuff. So now we're moving in together. You have kids. And now I'm moving in. And now we've got these kids. And so what we're going to do? Oh, you're pregnant. So now you have the kids. And now we're moving in. But now you're pregnant. How? What are we going to do? How's that going to work out? There's, there's these decisions, these thoughts, stuff like that. But it was never do's and don'ts or pros and cons. It's how are we going to deal with it? Okay. We've got this small apartment. The first two have their room. We're adding a third one in there eventually. How's that going to work out? Or, you know baby's born it's in the room with us it's just not whether or not i'm going to do it it's whether or not i'm going how i'm going to deal with it that's what's always been at least in terms of situations because for me the situations that i thought about were happening right it wasn't is it going to happen it's when yeah and so that's different so it's not pros and cons it's yes or really yes you know what are we going to do but it's all worked out it always has and I guess if you're debating on, on a relationship, you're never going to, I guess the best way to do it, you're never going to find a perfect relationship because right. a perfect relationship doesn't really exist. Doesn't exist. But a really, really good one does. And don't let the minor 20% ruin the relationship if you make the 20% a lot more important than the 80. Yeah. And, and that should really be the measuring stick throughout the relationship, in my opinion, just so that you're keeping yourself in a good space. Because if you find that you're compromising too much and you don't have an 80%, you find that, you know, you're you're there and you're thinking about it and there's equal good and bad, but that's 50-50. Yeah, and that's that doesn't the, sound like it's a healthy long-term situation to be in. Right. Um, so I think it's a good measuring stick to... Kind of see where you are and and how much farther you can go with an 80% satisfaction rate. Mm -hmm. I think any of us would buy from a company that has 80% good good reviews, Mm -hmm. 80% satisfaction. That sounds phenomenal. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's going to be 100% satisfaction. I mean, yeah, there's always going to be something. Yeah, I'd rather, you know, any relationship you should be, I think 80, 20, is an overwhelmingly positive thing. So you should be really, really happy in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Recognizing that there's going to be times of a little bit of unhappiness. But the majority of the time you should be happy. If it's 50-50, that's a problem. Because mm-hmm. within that 50% that you're not getting, there's something important in there that you're not getting. Yeah, 50-50 is too high of a number to be really happy in, but to be really unhappy in. So 50-50 is bad. You want to stick to a nice B average in happiness. 
Yes. In the relationship. 80 is a B minus. Mm-hmm. 80 is a B minus. You, you know, need we're a, not even expecting an A. Exactly. We need a solid B minus in that girl, in your relationship. Keep looking for that and keep trying to improve it. And whatever is going on, you're happy with. But if you feel like there's room to improve, things that you can do better, you take advantage of those situations. And always take accountability. Like, always. you know, you have to acknowledge what part you play in it. And so some of the things that annoy you, annoy me, I'm sorry, that you do, or like when you're working my nerves, it's essentially things that like I would nag about or I would like have issue with. And so if I just walk away, I'm now saving us both, Mm -hmm. right? I'm saving me frustration. I'm saving you a little bit of annoyance and, and overall just helping the relationship. So Taking areas where you can get accountability and being sure that you are also taking steps to improve the relationship Mm -hmm. on your end. Because it's not just the other person that provides that percentage of satisfaction. Like you've got to be there too to help yourself and to help your relationship. I think it's important to note that if it's 80-20 in a relationship, in that relationship... You're the 20% to that person. You're that 80% also. Mm-hmm. But that 20% is you too. So you always consider that we're happy and each person is going to look at the relationship differently. So whatever that 20% is for that person, you have a hand in it. You are doing this or not doing this or not providing this. So accountability is huge. You want to do your best to understand your role in a relationship. Understand where you might be lacking, where you can improve, where you excel what you do best, what you can do better. And if you keep doing that, if you keep trying to at least maintain the 80-20, but try to get to 85-15 or 87-13, try and do a little bit better. Anybody who's trying to continually improve the relationship is somebody who's always going to be in a good one, at least I would think. Yeah. Keepers. Keepers, yes. So do your best to um, over, what's the word? There's always... To oversell, to do better, to do more than the 80-20, but always try to at least be that 80%. And don't let the 20% take you down. It's not worth it. True story. It is a story that is true. Yes, it is. All righty. Well, Harvey, I think we've come to the conclusion that love is negligible. I like that word, negligible. Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love in and of itself is not negligible, but this episode. This okay. episode, I think, you know, in love there's going to be elements that are negligible mm-hmm. as we've stated with the 20%. So That's love true. is negligible. That's true. Love is many things. But this good love is black. Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black podcast. See you next week.